I was like, it was a shock for me. I was like, okay, I found what I was looking for. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Big Local Podcast because we are Black, global, and we are local. And today I'd like to talk about something, you know, that is very close to my heart, that is mentoring and coaching. And uh, when I was thinking about this topic, I wanted to try and see how we can discuss it really in the African light, you know, from an African perspective. So uh, personally, I do mentoring. Uh, with the project Girls for Girls under the Uganda chapter. And on the side, I do some coaching, which is basically productivity coaching. So I thought to myself, I just can't come here and start talking by myself. So <laughs> I've invited two brothers. Uh, one is a coach, one is a mentor. And so, you know, they'll help us to throw more light on these topics because these words are being thrown around left, right and center. But what is what are these things really, really about? How do they help us? And uh, is it a concept from outside or, you know, Africa has had it before? How can we leverage these uh, powerful tools? So with me, I have uh, two wonderful brothers. I would like them to, you know, join us and uh, introduce themselves. Tell us a bit about yourselves. Gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. So with me, we have Coach Barry and another brother called Weldon Siele. I'll let them introduce themselves. Just tell us a bit about yourself, your name, where you're from. Now, just something to uh, let the listeners or the viewers connect with you. Over to you guys. Okay, great. Good uh, Good morning. Thank you very much, um, uh, Elizabeth, uh, for inviting us to this session. Moronki, yes, Moronki. <laughs> yes, so thank you very much, Moronki, for um, inviting us to be uh, in your podcast today. So my name is Weldon Siele, as it has been uh, said. I'm a Kenyan, and I've been here in Japan, I think, for the last five years now. I came here as a student, uh, but then transitioned to working with an international NGO <coughs> that supports scholarships to African students. Um, so that's what I do on full-time basis, but then also I started an initiative called uh, Catch Africa, where we basically uh, mentor African high school students, uh, specifically focusing at the rural, um, rural high schools, uh, starting with Kenya. Okay, thank you for thank that. Thank you, Mr. Mitchell. Coach Barry. All right, thank you for having me today, uh, Murungi. It's a real pleasure. So my name is Barry Ibrahim, and as Murungi said, I'm a coach, motivational speaker, and business consultant. I'm uh, living actually in Japan, and I'm working here as international sales representative, but also I'm a mining engineer, and I'm uh, also CEO of uh, a business I'm running in Guinea, and named Bikochim Pro Salu, and this is uh, a company, you know, with uh, the objective to increase, you know, people's business leader skills, and you know, to give a new way to to do to handle things and be able to bring solutions in any problems we can face in our social business activities in Africa mainly. Thank you very much for having me today. 
Thank you so much, gentlemen. So I'll start off by asking, why decide to do these things? Hmm? Why the coaching? Why the mentoring? What are your stories that finally led you to this step in your life? Um, okay, let me go first. So for me, I think <clears throat> when I came to Japan, uh, I came to Japan through a, government, a Japanese government program uh, to pursue masters here. But before actually coming to Japan, I had a very stable, uh, I would say I was step, very, very stable professionally in Kenya. And uh, that decision was not a very easy decision uh, to decide to leave everything I was doing and come to, uh, to Japan. So I got to know about that opportunity in Japan through a friend. Right, and I took it and definitely came here. Uh, but then, when I was here in Japan, I got to interact with a lot of. Um, so first of all, I was not planning to work in Japan. Probably after after my studies, I was planning to go back home immediately. Uh, but then I met a number of African professionals um, in Japan uh, when I was working with the, the organization that I'm working uh, for right now. And um, we were building a mentorship program for the African students studying here in Japan. And uh, through that interactions, when we were looking for mentors who are basically African professionals, um, I, I realized that a lot of Africans here, um, professionals who wanted to give back home in one way or the other. And uh, mentoring um, young people in the continent was one of uh, that way that they would actually give back to the society. And, and that is why I became so much interested in um, putting together the initiative that I've put together, obviously with the help of so many other friends uh, who believe in mentoring and um, why rural high schools. It's basically yeah. because I thought before in Kenya and I saw the challenges that rural high school uh, kids go through. Um, these are places where uh, there are not so many people that they can look up to, right? Um, I remember uh, way before um, when we used to be asked when we were in like primary school, um, somebody would ask you, what do you want to be? And uh, a lot of kids would say, I want to be a driver, right? Because that is the only person they would see uh, and they could uh, engage with every other day, probably when they're coming to school, whatever it is, right? So they liked a lot of, uh, they liked uh, people that they could look up to from diverse uh, professional backgrounds and all that. And that is why we are focusing on that. Okay, thank you for that. Coach Barry, why this coaching business? Why, what, you know, spurred you into jumping into it? All right, first of all, you know, what my, my brother Sirius said, it's really and truly inspiring. And that's something really, really great. And as for me, how I started with coaching, it started basically, it was more personal, you know, because, you know, first of all, coaching is a personal way of improving uh, ourselves. And I remember when I was in, uh, at university, undergraduate degree in my country in Guinea, in that time I was studying engineering, mining engineering, and I was also president of our, an organization in Southern University. But I was facing mainly, you know, a contrast in my way to be, my behaviors. And in front of people, I was the, the leader, I was the, the person who inspired. But once I was alone at home, I was facing my own fears and, you know, different kind of, you know, kind of bad spirit, if you say like that, who came <laughs> to disturb me. and. I have that problem to really, you know, look at myself in front of a mirror because I was 
you know, in that, how can I say, I was, I was, I was locked in that envelope when I was inside and alone. But when I was with people, I was the leader inspiring and shining. And one day I asked myself, how is that possible that in the same body, I can have two different ways of being uh, or, or living or thinking. How could I shine in front of others and sometimes be, become my worst you know, nightmare when I was alone? So I started to investigate and I, I asked people, you know, indirectly, uh, if they could help me about understanding myself first, because I wanted to understand myself. And then through different research and online, and also with some books I read and people I met, I came on the way of coaching, you know, but it wasn't so clear that it was coaching. For me, it was just like, okay, a way to understand myself. But I didn't know it was deeper than that. It was something that really exists. It was deeper, but just I didn't know what was that. And like, you know, my brother Sirius said, he talked about reference. And, you know, in any society, we want to grow and we want to have someone as a mentor, as a model, as a reference. But I saw no one that I could, you know, really see myself as, okay, this is that person went through, went through the same problems and that person, you know, overcome that obstacle like this. So I was alone. I couldn't share with people because, you know, in our society, in Africa, sometimes when you talk too much about yourself, people start to judge you, misjudge yeah. you and share about your life to other people. So you pressure to stay inside you and just try to figure out how to solve the problem. And then I figured out that in order to solve the problem, I need to look for a reference. I need to look for someone who went through that, someone who overcome that, that obstacle. And that's why I, I first like that, uh, I found a video of a well-known speaker, Les Brown really inspired me a lot and he's well known and you know and number one seller motivational speaker in america and one day i just listened to his video and i was like it was a shock for me i was like okay i found what i was looking for i didn't know the name of that but i found what i was looking for i was looking for a message a message of self-development, a message of, you know, becoming your best version, a message called coaching. But the problem was that in that time, I couldn't speak English because I'm from the French country, French-speaking country. And so I could barely understand what he was talking about. So I decided to learn English, you know, personally. And the other obstacle was that I wanted to find, you know, a reference who is, you know, where I was living, the same environment. Because someone living in America, me living in Guinea, you know, it's difficult to, to really say, okay, I can't really get an inspiration from that person. And one day I found a man, and he's the one, I will say, my coach, you know, and his name is Musa Beretes from Guinea. And he's someone who studied in, in Morocco. And he, one day at university, he came and started to talk about personal development. I listened to that guy and I said, okay, once again, I found the one I was looking for. But this time he wasn't in America. He was someone living in the same country and having almost, you know, the same problems I was facing. So then I approached that guy, start to see what he was doing, 
talk with him and day by day i start to really understand okay that was what was called coaching and then i make my own research and right now i have about 10 years of coaching experiences i trained about uh, thousands of people i'm organizing now uh, uh, different coaching training online and you know and now i'm i'm running my own business now in coaching and you know this is my journey of coaching <laughs> wow so basically all i can hear is the the need to have role models you know role models that are outside the ordinary social boxes because Weldon talks about the kids in rural schools just wanting to be drivers then coach Barry talks about seeing some guy in America but you really cannot you know sort of their experiences are different from ours so looking for people around us so that is a really powerful thing and uh, that is one of the reasons why I actually started this podcast there's a lot of things we see out here abroad but then how do we you know merge the two causes a gap and uh, i would like to ask you do you think these things are new in africa is coaching and mentoring a new idea in africa what are your thoughts on that <laughs> is it new or it's just it's been there but now perhaps there's new glossy words to eat or maybe i don't know what are your thoughts? All right. So that's quite a difficult question because <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm young. So, <laughs> so truly speaking, uh, let's say coaching, uh, first of all, coaching and mentoring is quite different, you know, because sometimes we make uh, that confusion with mentoring and coaching. You know, co mentoring is uh, about sharing experiences. You know, from someone who has a lot of experiences of training and he shared with someone who has maybe less or who wants to uh, really, you know, acquire some skills or some particular and specific, you know, skills in order to change something. And generally speaking, coaching is more like, you know, I will guide someone from a point A to a point B and during the process, we are going to develop all the possibilities and then I will guide a person through the, the right possibility who will really be good for that person in order to reach the, you know, the destination. So this is a little bit about, you know, uh, mentoring and coaching. So coaching is that new in our society. Let's say coaching is, you know, exists already, you know, in other continents, in America, in Europe, in Asia, let's say, People, we start to have some coach from Asia, but in Africa, it's quite new in terms of coaching as a name of coaching. But, you know, in the way of practi practicing, you know, let's say that it already exists because, you know, we have in Africa, in our society, you know, with uh, our elders, usually our elders, they coach us, you know, indirectly because they guide us through different, you know, part of life, different situations, you know, they tell us what to do, what to avoid according to our realities. And, you know, they explain us different things. And even our parents, our, our mentors, but they're also our coach because, you know, whatever the problem we have, we all time talk with them and we listen to them 
And they tell us you have to do this, do that, don't do this, don't do that. It's better you do this, it's better you don't do that. So, you know, they are they are also our natural coaches. So that's why mm. you know, coaching exists, but not uh, on as the name of coaching, as a profession, as a business, as a professional way of uh, doing things. But, you know, if we, we, we try to, you know, to put it on a timeline, it exists more risk more longer in the US and in Europe than in in, in Africa or in uh, in Asia as a name of coaching as really becoming a profession that where people can really earn money and can guide you know many people according to the society the age and also their aspirations in in, in whatever they want to do okay right thank you for that well done uh, to me, I think uh, mentoring, obviously, I do agree with Coach Barry um, in terms of, um, yeah, mentoring as well has existed uh, before, uh, but I think it was not institutionalized uh, in a way. I've seen a lot of schools now um, and are putting mentorship as part of their program, right? Uh, there are a number of international schools or even local schools that have actually put mentorship as part of uh, their everyday program for their students to kind of have people that they can speak to mm-hmm. or, yeah, have, uh, yeah, invite different speakers to talk to their students about specific careers and things like those. Uh, so I think it has been there. We've, we've looked up to people and I started by saying, I think a lot of people look up to drivers, for example, in the rural area. And so that is kind of mentorship, right? But it was not institutionalized. But just to quickly maybe mention something that I, in my own understanding is the mm-hmm. difference between coaching and mentoring. Um, so there's this story that one of my coaches also shared with me, and uh, we're just trying to understand what's the difference between coaching and mentoring. The work that I do right now involves both, mm-hmm. right, in the, in the NGO that I work for. And um, so we took this, um, so it's like being in a forest, right? You find yourself in a forest and then you have two people. You have one person who've been in that same position in the forest, right? And they have found their way out, right? But then you also have one other person who understand the forest and the dynamics of the forest. And this, so the coach is the one who kind of understands the dynamics of the forest. Maybe they have not been to that specific forest, mm-hmm. but they can guide you, find techniques and how to figure out directions and things like those to get your way out of the forest. Um, the mentor in this other sense have been in that same position. So he can guide you through uh, how he decide or whatever it is, the route that he took and all that. So that's for me, that's the dif- uh, the difference between mentoring and coaching, which is kind of very, very confusing terms. But as I said before, I think these two concepts, specifically mentoring has been there um, since time immemorial. Uh, but I think it's taking shape right now in terms of, I, I've seen a lot of um, a lot of other people, uh, we do get a lot of um, professionals reaching out to us that they want to be part of it, they want to be part of this uh, mentorship. And I think uh, probably a lot of people as well didn't understand how powerful it is in terms of uh, guiding the future generation. And right there is where I would like to ask the next question. How are these two tools important for African development. From your perspectives and from your experiences, what are the gaps you are seeing and maybe what are the 
you know, you've coached and you've mentored people. What have you seen them become? And you're like, you know what? This is a powerful tool. We need to have it. We need to spread it in as many parts of Africa as we can because of these ABCD problems in our nations or in our communities. Why is coaching and mentoring important specifically for African development? Let me go fast. So <laughs> let me say here that I'm very, very new to mentoring. So um, I actually started maybe two, three, two or three years ago. Uh, so I'm still very, very new. I haven't seen actually the fruits of it. So I haven't seen the students that I'm working with actually become the people that they want to be, right? So it's still kind of a process for me. But in terms of generally speaking, in terms of how I uh, look at mentoring as one of the key, um, as, as, as an important factor, right, uh, to African development, um, I think one of the things that we try to do, uh, as I mentioned before, uh, most of our mentors are actually African diaspora. And uh, in terms of sharing, um, so one of the reasons as well, apart from the rural high school kids not having people to look up to, they also are very limited when it comes to opportunities, right? Uh, most of them, um, I think kids in rural schools don't decide to go to, kid, uh, to, go to schools in rural schools. Most of them are forced by circumstances. Uh, the fact that maybe um, they don't have enough money to be taken to maybe big schools, high schools and all that. In Kenya, for example, we have categories of schools, right? International school, then we have these big schools and things like those, right? And some of the kids in rural high schools are actually very, very bright. Yes, but the thing is that um, some of them don't see beyond going through high school or beyond high school, right, because of looking at back where they, they, they came from. When I started at the beginning, I say that uh, for me, I never I never actually imagined studying abroad someday, basically mm -hmm. because I was limited in terms of resources, right? Uh, but it's only um, like the information that I came through a friend, right? That is the same information that kind of changed my life, right? And so I thought um, over and beyond mentoring our kids in rural schools, it's also important for them to realize that there are so many other opportunities that they can pursue, right? So they don't have to be limited in terms of what they can do and who they can become in the future, right? And then um, I think having uh, mentors who have gone through specific things, they have, uh, they have gone through specific routes in their career, they have a huge understanding or a better understanding on what is needed in the future. They, uh, they kind of have an understanding of what are the needs for the continent right now, what what continent needs, what kind of skills uh, are needed in the continent of obviously to solve some of the problems that we are facing right now. And that is why I think, uh, yeah, looking at it in that perspective, I think it's really, really great. And it's important for the um, for the young generation in the continent to have an understanding on where we are as a continent, what kind of challenges we are facing as, as a continent, and how can we actually be part of the solutions to some of those challenges that we are facing. And I think, yeah, recently I attended an event, we were talking to high school students, and then someone said, um, when you're figuring out who you want to become in terms of career, don't ask yourself what career do you want to do you want to be in. Ask yourself what kind of what challenges, kind of what kind of problems do you want to solve, right? And then so that is the first question. And then the second question then would be how in what way 
can you actually be part of the solutions to those problems? And that is where you actually come up with something in terms of career and uh, whatever it is that you want to do mm. to solve the, yeah, to, solve, to be part of the solution. So yes, I do agree that it's it's very, very important. Yeah. That's a very interesting perspective of, you know, career, because I think when many of us were growing up, eh, it was more about you need to find a job, you know? <laughs> it was just job, 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 job. Work, 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 money, 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 money. But uh, with this procedure of what is the problem, why are you even interested in that problem, and what do you think the solutions are, and what is, what part can you, what, how can you be part of the solution? I think that's a very important way of you know counseling uh, a lot of the young generation to get into um, careers. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I won't forget that as well. Coach Barry. All right. Thank you very much. That was really inspiring from my brother Celia. And uh, what I want to add also is that, you know, as uh, he said, you know, most coach and most uh, you know, uh, mentors are from the diaspora because it's uh, why? Because sometimes we acquire some skills, some new skills we want to share with others in back at home in our country in, or in the continent. Uh, you know, sometimes also we see the problems because we 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 saw what happened, what's going on, you know, outside of the continent. We saw the solutions, we saw the differences, and we want to bring also those ideas back in our continent, in our countries in order to change something. Sometimes not about changing, but it's about just, you know, making things on the better way. So that's why we uh, we we usually become naturally mentors or coaches yes. because as we go we have something new we want to share. Sometimes it's not easy to get accepted because our realities also back there you know exist. You yeah. know sometimes uh, people don't want they're, they're 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 against any change or any possibility to make things better. So that's why we need also to talk about the difficulties of really becoming a mentor, really becoming a coach. Uh, because sometimes we come with a good idea, you come with the technologies, we, you come with the solutions, you know the, the solution, once they're implemented, they will be good not only for you, but for the community, for the country, and even beyond. But for some particular reasons, <laughs> those ideas disappear, or you know, or you get blocked, or you have some you know, unexpected issues, uh, from people who maybe don't understand, you know, the value of your solution or what you want to bring. And that's why we'll talk about the mindset. Why is it important in Africa? Because, you know, we have uh, some uh, problems and it's not uh, a problem, intellectual problem, because we have very yeah. bright people. And, you know, if I can see uh my friends in front of me i can understand that very bright and really you know talented so we have many people who are talented we have people who study abroad came back in the country but still fail to implement what they learn we also have you know many people you know implementing things starting businesses in africa because africa is moving africa is really growing people are really you know making things making progress there are a lot of people making amazing things there and i'm really inspired by young people making so many progress in africa too so but sometimes it's difficult to implement why because the mindset is not prepared you know you can have people who want to change who are risk takers 
who are people who can, you know, bring change or progress. And you have also other people on the other side who are against that change and that progress. So what is the difference? The mindset is different. Some people think about positivity and solution-oriented focus activities, and other people don't think the same way. We are not going to blame them. Maybe they never thought it's possible to think the same way or a different way, I want to say. Maybe they never think about that, or they just don't want to think about that because it depends also on which category of people we are facing. So coaching comes in terms of changing the mindset of people because coaching is a process of changing the behaviors, but the behaviors, you know, start the change, start by the mindset itself because everything starts from inside. The way to see things, the way to think about things, the way to bring solutions, it's something really important. And when we, we are able to change the, our mindset to have a more positive and solution-focused oriented mindset than a mindset of destruction and negativity, that time our behaviors will change. And once the behavior change, the actions will change. The action change, the society change, because now we have more real, you know, so, solutions that exist because those solutions will not only be inside our mindset, but they will exist in the real world. And that's why coaching is really important in terms of changing our mindsets, our behaviors, our actions, and changing the, the human resources, you know, of a community, of a country, or of a continent. And also about opportunities, like my brother say, you know, coaching show us it's possible to change the status quo. It's possible to start something new. It's possible to look at other things. Because, you know, back in our country, like uh, Murungi said, once when we are child, parents teach us, you have to study, you have to go earn some degrees, you have to get a job, you have to marry, you have to do this, this do that, do that. So there's already a, an organized planning. So usually we don't have the right to change it or yeah. to say something different. Because if we do that, they will say, okay, we are against their authority, we are out of the society, or we are about, we, got, we are going to fail. So yeah. it's important to show to, to, to tell people that you know you can do something different. It's possible. You can be a mining engineer, you can be a coach, you can be a motivational speaker, you can do something else. You can be an entrepreneur, you can create a company, you know, you can work, anything is possible. So coaching shows the possibilities. So what is possible? What can you do in the future? And then what is the right way and the easiest way to do that? And the coach will not decide, of course. The coach is just is just a guide. So he will guide through the process till the person who, you know, listening or the person who wants to achieve something will achieve that and get satisfaction from his own action and from his own success. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. And, uh, you know, as you said, the mindset, I think our biggest problem when it comes to development as mindset. I remember before before coming, of course, before, because I mean, Japan is the, is the place I've stayed longest outside of Africa. <laughs> well, I've traveled a bit, but it's just been for, oh, let's travel, let's have fun. But uh, when I came, I realized, well, when I, when I applied for the scholarship to come to Japan, I've always thought to myself, 
there must be a different way people are doing things out there. It can't be the same as we are doing here, you know. And uh, I, I tell this story a lot. Many of my friends were going west. And every time they would come back, I felt like, okay, they, they have a certain way, a certain thought process that is similar. But I thought to myself, there must be something different from the Western way of thinking. So when I got the opportunity to come to Japan, I was like, okay, let's see what's in the East, you know? And uh, as you said, the mindset, it's different. You'll see different things. You, you realize different possibilities. You will, you, you yourself, you'll be like, wait, I can do this, do this and do the other. How comes no one ever told me about this? You know, so I think as you brothers mentioned, um, find there's that bit of uh, African diaspora trying to impose their ideas on our society. Some of the ideas may or may not be uh, realistic, but um, it is most times it's out of goodwill. So um, you talk about uh, institutionalization. So I'll just give you a brief story. As I said, I'm a mentor for Project Girls for Girls, the Ugandan chapter. And I realized that when you institutionalize or you, you know, have a structure to everything you're doing, everything becomes easier. So for Girls for Girls, uh, it's a mentoring program, six sessions. The six sessions can be held in four months, in six months, and uh, they are targeting different age groups. And the aim is to have more women leading in whichever circle it is, you know, if you want to be CEO, if you want to, I don't know, start a company, if you want to be the best mother, if you want to be, you know, it's entirely up to the individual. And personally, I have seen by the third session, the ladies are blooming, they're blossoming. Someone who started off cowering, most of the, of course, most of the sessions are online, but uh, someone who started off cowering is now speaking in the sessions. They have told you they've decided to leave their jobs because they think they can do better. They've gotten confidence. People have started uh, um, businesses. People have started YouTube channels. People have started all kinds of engagements. And now they're also creating opportunity for others. Someone is about to, because there's also a graduation, they, they, like, they tell their sister, their cousin, you need to join this thing. You will open your mind. Me, I can't help you open your mind, but there are people who will help you see the possibility in you. And, you know, so I completely agree with the mindset, you know, just helping people realize, apart from A, B, there's an entire alphabet of ways to do things, an entire alphabet of opportunity. You know, people get confidence. And on that part, as we said, I'd like to ask you, now that we know some of the challenges, as you mentioned, you know, acceptance, how can we encourage more people to take up mentoring and coaching? Because I feel like the mentoring and coaching has been success, to a great extent, has been successful to a certain group of people, you know? I mean, Coach Barry is going to come and give me a bill and I'll be like, oh, eh, I know, I know you're trying to help me, but eh, I think I will let us wait for maybe five years time when, when I can afford it, <laughs> you know, or Weldon will come to my organization and say, you know, mentoring is important for your organization, but uh, 
we can do this for you but these are the resources you need to help us with mm? you know that kind of because i mean it just can't be we are giving 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 the other person too has to have an input so how would you encourage people to be more accepting of these services because deep down there are people who know it's important for me mm? and also how do we try to break that uh, i don't know what you guys call it in your different countries but in uganda we call it the basama mentality you know when people come from abroad they're coming for summer i'm here for the summer i'm here for the summer so we call them basama <laughs> so how do we break that basama mentality so that people are more accepting of these ideas what what have been some of the, the ways of getting people to embrace mentoring or coaching <laughs> 